0: This is Laura Dierda with the Becker's Payer Issues Podcast. Here's your daily industry news briefing for today, August 22nd. First, UnitedHealth Group CEO Andrew Whitty was among those who testified during the Justice Department's legal challenge to the $13 billion proposed merger of UnitedHealth Group's Optum and Change Healthcare. The trial began August 1st after the Justice Department sued, arguing the merger would harm competition in commercial markets, raise costs for millions of people, and give United Health too much power in electronic data transactions. United Health countered that the Fed's challenge had no basis in fact and law. Mr. Woody said United Health and Optum Insight and the other companies under the Optim Umbrella are kept strictly at an arm's length, according to a Law 360 report. Mr. Woody said the insurer and unit operate in a supplier-purchaser relationship rather than as two parts of an enterprise. He said Optum Insight develops data products for rival insurers as well as for United Healthcare. It's primarily customer, according to the report. He said that boosting United Healthcare would inhibit Optum's ability to grow, which is dependent on its capacity to sell to everyone else. Closing arguments in the case are scheduled for September 8th. Two, John Hancock Life and Health Insurance will pay New York customers and their beneficiaries back nearly $21.6 million after the state investigation found the company prematurely terminated 156 long-term care policies. The company will also pay more than $2.2 million to the state's Medicaid program and $2.5 million fine for violating the state's insurance law. According to an August 17th news release from the New York Department of Financial Services, The premature terminations occurred between February 2001 and July 2019 and resulted in 27,161 days of unpaid benefits. The improper terminations may have led to beneficiaries paying long-term care expenses out of pocket or accessing Medicaid prematurely. Cms is urging states to tie nursing home medicaid payments to quality measures that will improve the safety and quality of care. The agency issued an informational bulletin August 22nd detailing actions states can take using existing medicaid authorities to drive better health outcomes for nursing home residents and improve staff pay training and retention efforts, according to cms. The bulletin also highlighted examples of the current state of medicaid initiatives. CMS Administrator Brooks LeSueur said in a news release, quote, we know that low wages for staff can contribute to frequent turnover and dangerous staffing shortages at nursing homes, so we encourage states to work with these facilities to find solutions for training and improving staffing, end quote. States can implement several of the initiatives immediately through Medicaid state plan waiver or demonstration process. And four, HHS and the Labor Department issued a final rule for the No Surprises Act on August 19th. The Act says if qualifying payment amount is based on a downcoded service code or modifier, a planner or issuer must provide with its initial payment first a statement that The service code or modifier billed by the provider, facility, air ambulance service was downcoded. An explanation of why the claim was downcoded, including a description of which services, codes, or modifiers were altered, added, or removed, if any. And the amount that would have been the qualifying payment amount have the service code or modifier not been downcoded. Certified independent dispute resolution entities must consider the qualifying payment amount and then must consider all additional permissible information submitted by each party to determine which offer best reflects the appropriate out-of-network rate. After weighing these considerations, independent dispute resolution entities should then select the offer that best represents the value of the item or service under dispute. The final rule finalizes early provisions requiring independent dispute resolution entities to explain their payment determinations and underlying rationale in a written decision submitted to the parties, HHS and the Labor Department. If you would like the latest in healthcare and payer industry news delivered to your inbox every day, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter through our website at www.beckerspayer.com.